Hello, everybody, and welcome to the push. As I cough even more, <clears throat> the Push My Buttons Games podcast. It's me, it's Luke. I'm here, and I'm joined with the captain. Hey, everybody, it's Captain Platinum. A uh, spectacular panda pet. It's me, I made it. <laughs> and a uh, special guest, go ahead and introduce yourself. Howdy there, I'm, I'm Verge. I am a lifetime gamer, more into retro stuff, but um, kind of brought up as a Sega kid, moved over to uh, the PlayStation after a uh, brief stop in uh, Nintendo land and kind of been PlayStation, Xbox, PC, you name it, I play it. So glad, nice. to, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So yeah, sure. what, what we usually do is we start off with um, games that we have been playing lately. So go ahead and take it away. Yeah, I've been uh, lately trying to get through Ragnarok. I got about halfway through and kind of burnt out right now because I played eight, 2018 and Ragnarok back to back, but recently picked Ooh. up a copy of uh, <laughs> Pokemon Scarlet that I hope runs at more than four frames per second, and I'm trying to get into that over Christmas break. Nice. Uh, Panda Pat, you want to go? Me? Yeah. Yeah, you. Cool. You. I finally touched my PlayStation 5. What? Ah. Yeah. Did, did it weird. hum? Um, I mean, it's got a really loud fan, so yes. Did um, did it did it start playing the Isengard music from Lord of the Rings? Because no. mine did. Is that strange? That is strange. Get, I'm I not should sure. Get that checked out. I'm not sure if that was your PlayStation or you having a stroke. Uh, probably both. <laughs> um, I had picked up two games, which I don't know why. I, it was an impulse buy because I was like, I have a PlayStation 5 now. I need games immediately. So I bought two cheap games from GameStop. One of them, Godfall, and the other one I don't remember. But I started playing Godfall, and I'm finding it to be fairly um, uneventful. It's just one of those, you know, like, generic RPGs, I guess. I don't know. So I played a little bit of that. It's gorgeous. Um, and, yeah. So I played a little bit of that. I finally started up Diablo 2, the remake, um, which I'm surprised that there's not more to it. I got like super strong nostalgia feels because I bought it when it came out, but then I just never played it because there was a lot of stuff happening with Blizzard right then. So I was just like, I don't know if I want to do this right now. Um, I, I love it. I love the nostalgia feel, but it, it's not any better than the original game. Um, and it, it, it is not even that much different than the original game, honestly. <laughs> so it's actually, I think it's actually easier <laughs> than the original game. <laughs> so I've been playing that, and then I'm still playing a little bit of po- Pokemon. I am slow poking my way through it. Oh, um, oh, oh. Quarter goes oh. in the dad joke for that one. I was Pokemoning uh, my way through it just because uh, I don't want to. Was that intentional or it unintentional? Was not, it was not. It wasn't until you said something that I even realized what I had done. That is amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, it's almost like a slow bro now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of all I've been doing. Um, I, yeah, that's all I've been playing. All right, Captain. Yeah, so I told you guys last time I picked up that Dragon Quest Heroes, the World Trees Woe, and the Blight Below. And I played that a little bit um, the weekend before I traveled. 
Oh, I'm still on travel, <clears throat> hence why I'm here with Verge. Um, I will say, this game came out in like 2015, and I am impressed that they still have XP weekends. I logged on two Sundays ago, and it was double XP still. And that is amazing for a game that came out in 2015. So kudos to Square Enix. I would not have thought that that would work. Um, I didn't know it would even be a thing. So I played that a little bit. Um, while I traveled, I play, play a little bit of Hyrule Warriors because I was still feeling that type of game. And then um, on the plane, I did play some new Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. And I beat a few levels on that. I was, I was feeling like a 2D platform Mario for a few minutes, so I did that. And then mostly, um, I messaged Panda Pet earlier, and I've been playing Pokemon Sword, and I'm getting ready to go take on Kabu, the third gym leader. And uh, I told Luke, I think I'm going to have to go, you know, whoop down an Arcanine, because he's a fire-type gym leader. So I'm, I'm guessing he has an Arcanine. Okay. You're going to go whoop an Arcanine, or you're going to go get an Arcanine? I'm going to go whoop an Arcanine, because it's fire. Okay. He's a fire-type gym, so Luke's favorite Pokemon is Arcanine. So. Listen, yeah. it's fine. Well, He's still going to be a good boy. He's still going to be a good boy, <laughs> and it's going to be fun. One of them, so I figured it out. One of them is best boy, and one of them is good boy. Yes, oh. or goodest boy. Goodest boy. <laughs> <laughs> most goodest boy. Uh-huh. Yep. And best Nailed boy. It. Two completely different categories. So <laughs> who's best girl? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and I do think I agree with Luke. I do like Sword. I like the gameplay. He was saying that last time he liked it better than Arceus. I'm kind of feeling the same way. I, I don't know if I'm hundred percent there, but it, it has been a fun Pokemon game. It's it's been keeping my attention. It's pretty good pace. So I mean I know I'm two years behind in playing it, but right. I haven't also, hated it. Yeah, and also to everyone listening out there, I, I don't I don't think you're lesser of a person if you like Arceus. If you enjoy Arceus, do you. That's awesome. Just not for me. <laughs> um, so, so who did Open World whatever. better, Arceus or uh, Scarlet and Violet? I don't think Luke gets to have an opinion on this. Because <laughs> I haven't played Scarlet and Violet yet, and I barely played Arceus because no, I rage quit yeah, it. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, with I'm with you, Luke. I rage quit it too. <laughs> ah, it's we not just me. Get, oh my god, we don't need to get into Luke's opinions on Earth <laughs> anymore. I'm over it. I'm overhearing how bad it is. I love it. Um, so I have been playing. I've been uh, playing more Star Trek Online again, which I still think is one of the best free to play games. Like keep harping on this but they just have uh their winter event where q shows up and everyone throws snowballs at each other and earth space docks so you know that's always fun uh started a couple new characters i streamed uh one of the new characters uh over on youtube a couple days ago um so you can kind of get a if you wanted to watch that you can kind of get a feel of how the game is and some of the customization options and such um but then i've also hopped on um uh, Modern Warfare. Um, that one is we have the new mid-season update coming next Thursday, I believe, the fourteenth um, or Wednesday. I can't remember what day that was. But then we'll get another. I'm I'm kind of to the point where I've played all the maps. I've played them a ton of times. I've unlocked all the things I need to unlock. I just kind of keep popping on the store to see if there's anything interesting that I want to get. Uh, but they're you know it's it's just they're they're in a holding pattern and then. After the 14th, we're going to get a slew of new maps and like a, a they're going to start doing raids on um, 
Call of Duty, which should be interesting to see how that works out. Um, but also bringing some classic maps back and stuff that I that I'm uh, I'm all for. So that's kind of that's kind of what I've been doing. But what else I've been doing is I watched the Game Awards, and I know three out of four of us watched some of it at least. Um, so we'll start with. Verge, what was your thoughts uh, overall of the Game Awards? Um, well, some of the, uh, definitely the reveals were, were probably the high point. I'm a Final Fantasy lifer, so seeing Final Fantasy 16 be much into, in the same vein as Final Fantasy 14 uh, made me pretty happy. Uh, is it Diablo, actually an MMO? No. I missed that it, part. Okay. Nope. 16 is a single player uh, adventure. Um, but it's, it's being developed by the same folks that did 14. So no, I love that. if you love 14, I'm, I'm hoping some of that magic carries over. Um, Panda Bad is not... also a final fantasy nut. So, wow. Sweet. Well, just 14 and seven, <laughs> 14 and seven. So I was, I was joking with captain, um, while we were at dinner tonight and, I think I'm one of the five people that absolutely love and cherish Final Fantasy XII. <laughs> so, and and that's just coming from a point in my life where most of my uh, life was writing code, and the gamut system really spoke to me. So, it was, it was kind of kind of my thing. Um, but being an RPG guy, Diablo IV definitely something that I'm oh yeah cautiously optimistic I loved about that. <laughs> I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm 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 ready to to put my money down on that one um and yeah. download that made one um nice and hey yeah, man so- with final fantasy 12 i still remember the day i vanquished the rogue tomato for the first time <laughs> it's still a highlight of my day i i remember the four hour long battle for the final uh final hunt and that was that was painful um luckily all i had to do is wait through most of it because i had my uh gambit set up properly um but um yeah as far as you know, as far as the uh, world premieres, those those were the highlights for me. Um, as far as the winners, um, kind of a mixed bag. You know, I was expecting, you know, God of War Ragnarok to to kind of take game of the year, but I can understand why Elden Ring did. I mean, not yeah. many. And we'll games and we'll get into those. We'll get into those year. winners and losers but, later on. Yep. So that was kind of my uh, my two cents. There were there were definitely highlights and lowlights. Um, but you know, mostly positive, but I think it went a little too long, but that's just my opinion. Okay. Uh, Panda Pat. I kind of agree with how long it was. I was just kind of like, cause I missed the first half. So I missed the long speech. <laughs> um, Eight I was just kind of like, I was like, I'm enjoying all of this, but I've got shit to do. <laughs> like I need this to hurry up and end. And I ended up missing the ending of it because I walked away conveniently right at the end because I didn't know when it was going to (laughs) end. And Um, you missed the most meme-worthy ending of any game show ever. What did I... Oh, what did I miss? (laughs) Oh, you got to watch it for yourself. I don't want to spoil it for you. (laughs) Okay. Um, I really enjoy... I always really enjoy when, when they go through all of... Uh, the new games that are coming out and and recapping some of the games that are winning awards and stuff like that because it really gets me in the mood to just like sit down and like game harder (laughs) (laughs) 
So she like, has to use game harder. <laughs> that's my plan this weekend. Like I couldn't wait to get off work today because I'm like I'm just gonna like set it all up and I'm just gonna just play whatever the frick I feel like because I'm way in the mood now and now that I have a PS5 I can play some some prettier looking things on my new system. So um I always love that. I always get super excited with all the music that they play and um I like seeing weird shit that Yoshi P does <laughs> uh things like that. So it I don't know, I guess it's nice. I enjoy that because it's nice it reminds me why I love gaming so much. Yeah. Um again, I I same thing. Went a little bit long. Um I it's especially the, the the presentation was very E3 showcase-esque um which I I like E3 so I I I did enjoy that. Um uh the um what was it when Jennifer Henwick came out and she uh for the knives out and she was like somebody in this crowd is a murderer and they zoomed in on a few people and then they zoomed in on Reggie Fizeme and I out loud screamed my body is ready because he's he's the coiner of my body is ready and I loved it um but uh Sorry, bouncing back to Final Fantasy for a minute there. Um, I'm I'm still sitting here. They're like Final Fantasy 16. Here I am, waiting until next winter sometime for Final Fantasy 7 remake part two. Please be um, excited, right? I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. But how about you finish before you do the other one, please? Um, but yeah, uh, I I liked it. Um, it was, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, it was cool seeing the, the live action cast of uh, um, Last of Us. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That was I enjoyed that. Cool. They're like, we like you as these two characters. And they're like, we also like you as these two characters. <laughs> and I am, like, partially in love with Pedro Pascal. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, I did like the the music, even though who was ever... Because do- we were watching it streaming on YouTube and... Whoever was in charge of the audio mixing, I could hear the music. I could hear everything fine. The singer, especially of the God of War song, it just sounded like he mumbled. I could not understand any word he was saying. I tried it on my phone. I tried it on a tablet. I So I was like, maybe it's the TV. I tried it on like four different things to try and hear what words he was saying. But it was all just like, wah, 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 wah. I'm like what? Uh, so and then blood in the sand or whatever. Yeah, the... yeah, and then he just said blood, blood on the snow over and out. I was like, okay, I understand that. So is <laughs> it, are you just not enunciating? Is that what this is? Um, but I do like video game music, so seeing that stuff was was really cool. Um, and you didn't watch any, right, Captain? Uh, I caught one of the trailers just because I'm uh, I was on data. Uh, my parents don't have right uh, Wi-Fi at all, so I did catch one of the trailers, and then I was like, "All right, I should probably hop off." <laughs> okay, so speaking of trailers, let's—I uh, have some pulled up um, that I wanted to get your guys's opinions on. We already kind of touched on um, Final Fantasy 16. Did you guys have any more you wanted to <clears throat> add to that? I think I'm good. I'm excited for it. So I still need to finish 15, but hey. <laughs> Ifrit looks badass. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, I 
think I saw today on Instagram that there's three editions for that. There's the like the regular, the deluxe, and then the collector's edition. And the collector is going to go out through Square Enix, I think, on the 12th, they said. So, and that comes with a big, I think it's Ifrit and um, another statue. But I, I saw that today. So that'll be pretty cool. That's I probably cool. will not get that, but it looked really cool. Um, so one of the ones I have is, oh, I'm sorry. Did you have anything else, Verge of Panda Pet, about Final nope. Fantasy 16? Okay. Nope. Okay, so next I have uh, Armored Core 6 from from Software uh, coming out. If you like mech suits, um, it says it's uh, Armored Core 6 Fires of the Rubicon. Um, it doesn't have a specific release date. Studio says next year sometime. Um, next was uh, the, the, little, the little bit we got from the Super Mario Brothers movie. What did you guys think of that? Is this a family-friendly podcast? Say what you want. <laughs> no. Say what you want. Garbage. Sorry, I can't do it. I, I will probably go see it anyway, just because I'm shameless. But I, I just I can't get into the. I'm I'm sorry. The voices. I mean, I think uh, is it is it Key or Peel is the voice of Toad. Key. I think uh-huh. that, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably the best voice out of all of them. Peach is way too low pitched and and. Chris Pratt Mario is just Chris Pratt. I just I don't mind Charlie Day as Luigi. I think that fits pretty well. Um, and see, I, I got excited on the last one that they released because um, Donkey Kong is my favorite Nintendo character. So him being in there was automatically I'm like, okay, I'm gonna see it now for sure. Is Jack Black Donkey Kong or Koopa? I can't remember. He's Koopa. I think Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Yes. And, yeah. and Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Nice. I didn't. I did not see Cranky Kong yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, was yeah, it yeah. was it the dungeon master who posted Donkey Kong in the group chat? No, I think it was Luke? me. I think it was me. Okay. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I just remembered seeing that because you posted it. Like. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I feel the same way about this as I feel about like. Star Trek is like, as long as I'm getting more content, I'm going to be happy. Like, like the fact that they're putting time and effort, whether or not it's going to be good, the fact that they're putting time and effort in this and not just like, you know, throwing shit together just to keep the rights to something, you know, like, obviously that's not the issue, but a lot of, a lot of movies back in the day were just thrown together together and they didn't put effort in it. And so I'm just kind of happy that we're getting more content and we're getting, we're getting. Well, it's only took what, um, 30, 30 plus years, years to wash yeah. out the taste of Bob Hopkins, Mario. Cause that's, <laughs> I'm like, listen, it can't be worse. It, it just can't be. I will, I'm going on record now that the new Mario movie will not be worse than the 1991 Mario movie. <laughs> I, I, think it, I think if you take it at face value as this is purely a nostalgia trip and you're yeah. going to basically see pretty much every Mario game represented in some way, <laughs> shape or form and you ignore everything else, you'll have a good time. Yeah, yeah they're going to dangle the member berries pretty hard for this yeah. one. Member so, berries. Since Chris Pratt is Mario, are they going to have Blue come in as Yoshi for this? <laughs> I He's going to have the clicker. Listen, oh my listen, god! Yes. Listen, 
we might we might see something like that because remember in Sonic the Hedgehog two we had Ben Schwartz say the worst, <laughs> and that was fucking amazing. So I don't know, maybe. Um, so we got some expansion trailers too. Uh, one for Horizon Forbidden West. That one is called Burning Shores. And that one looks like it's, it's California. They show the Hollywood sign. It's supposed to be out uh, April, but just for PS5. And then the other one was, uh, <laughs> excuse me, DLC for Cyberpunk. Called Phantom Liberty, which will also be out uh, next year. But it stars uh, everyone's favorite voice, Idris Elba. Yeah, I like him. The man's got good voice. Yeah, he does. So are, um, are any of you guys playing either of those games and thoughts on expansions to those games? Yeah, I haven't played either. I do want to play Forbidden West. It was just I finally went through Zero Dawn last year around this time. I think I streamed some of that on our Twitch channel, and I was just like, was not ready to go back to Aloy yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I still never played Cyberpunk. Did they fix everything in that, or is that still uh, a hot mess? It's a lot better. Yeah. It's a lot better. I mean, you're still going to run into stuff, because that's just the nature of, of the game, but it is... Because uh, I played it I played it on the last-gen consoles, and like initially for launch, the last-gen consoles were alright. There was a little bit, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as the next-gen. And then I did play it on the next gen consoles. And I saw all that and I was like, Oh, okay. That's what they're talking about. Um, but from everything that I've seen, the, the gameplay is much better now. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably pick up both expansions and then inevitably I will buy the horizon forbidden West complete compilation mm. when that comes out or is discounted for nine ninety nine, just like for uh, zero dawn was right. Um, but I have to. I still have to finish Cyberpunk, so I'll probably finish that first, and then wait for a Steam sale, probably to pick up that expansion. Okay. Um, Diablo any... was the next one. Go ahead. Well, I was going to complain about Death Standing, but I'd rather talk positive things about Diablo. Um, <laughs> so as soon as I saw Azrael, I think that's his name. It's been a while since I beat number three. Um, I knew exactly what it was for, and I was, like, super-duper excited. Um, obviously, the game trailer is not gameplay. Um, it feels like it's going to be very similar to 3. Like, I don't think they're going to be upgrading a ton of stuff. But I'm excited because I'm in, I want, you know, more storyline. And, you know, those are good games to just, like, do um mindlessly like you don't really have to put a bunch of thought in it but you still feel good about it when you play it so i'm excited i'm very excited if it has diablo uh, in front of it i will i will play it Um, (laughs) they uh they did say they're they're making some changes to the uh um to the the control system a little bit to make evading and things like that a little bit easier Um, interesting but I guess the question was, was Halsey really necessary? <laughs> do we, do we need Halsey there. Uh, yeah, clearly. Just, just, <laughs> just try in the video and I would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to figure out if she was wearing tassels. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know, know if anybody else picks up on I don't, don't want to relive it. 
But, it's like, does she does she have tassels, or is that how her shirt sits? <laughs> yeah, um, wouldn't be the first time I've seen her tits because you see her tits in one of her videos. I mean, it's Halsey, so it's only a matter yeah. of time. <laughs> it's not. It's not if when. <laughs> when. Um, so we also got uh, the trailer for Blue Protocol, which is just Amazon's version of Genshin Impact. Yeah. Um, it looks almost exactly the same. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's going to be coming out on PS5, Xbox, PC in the second half of next year. Um, yeah, that one didn't really do anything for me, but one that I did, I like, I watched it and about 30 seconds into it. I was like, oh, I know this is the, uh, Dune, Dune Awakening, uh, a survival MMO. What do you guys think about that? I think I missed that one. Yeah, I saw it. I don't know what to think about it. Is it Fallout and Dune, or I, I just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It didn't well, show a whole lot other right, because right. it was pre-alpha, right? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to get a get a grasp on what it actually is going right. to be. Right. I just like I like the Dune universe, and so seeing expansion on that in, in a game format was exciting for me. Um, next one I was really excited about, uh, star Wars, Jedi survivor, um, take looks, my money. Yes. Looks so good. Right. <laughs> are, are you, are you fighting internally with, are you going to pay the $300 to get the lightsaber? Yeah, always, <laughs> always. But yeah, I mean, it looks so cool. Like the second that they showed the mechanic of holding up the stormtrooper who was shooting his gun to shoot his friends. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason the stormtrooper couldn't take his finger off the trigger. That was great. I liked the freezing time and, and moving stormtroopers in front of blaster bolts. Oh, it's just I'm ready for the story to continue. I, like everyone looks like they're in a very different place than they were at the end of the the first game, which I believe there is a novel coming out that's gonna fill in some uh, stuff in the gap, which I'll get. But I loved the first one. I had an awesome time playing it, so I know this one's going to be great. Did it yeah. look a little more stylized than the last one? Yeah, Matter. a little bit. I was watching the trailer, bit. and I'm like, it looks a little bit more, not cell shady, but a little more colorful than the last time around. I, w- I wonder if that could... brighter. Yeah. I wonder if it could be with the, the next-gen stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. different lighting. Um, yeah, possibly. I'm excited for it. It's one of those I'll play. I totally platinum the first one, so we'll <laughs> definitely platinum this one too. Um, all right, Panda Pat, <laughs> let's talk about your favorite baby battery Why? game. Why do people like Norman Reedus? <laughs> I think he's, he's no. Like, no, listen. He's he's like he's like trailer park hot no he's <laughs> old man read us now once every 30 years <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, he has the same hairstyle he had since blade <laughs> it's uh, not attractive and the fact that they put it in one game let alone two like i don't care if you use his face fine 
Why his fucking hair? I don't know. I have a and I had a really you big want problem. Norris Reedus to have a haircut is is what it comes down. That's the name of the episode. Oh, Panda Pat wants Norman Reedus <laughs> to get a fucking haircut. I do, I do. I really hate it, and I really hated when they when um freaking Tiger King came out, and then like mullets came back as like cool, and and I'm just like, no, it's not. This was part of our. Our, our lives that we never, never should have brought back. <sighs> I don't know. I, but the new I generation has to experience so they know better. <laughs> yeah, right. I did not watch Walking Dead. Um, I know people love it. I probably would also enjoy it, but I just do not find him to be a well-ranged character, let alone the fact that he refuses to change his look in any medium whatsoever. So the fact that they brought him back and then they aged him, I'm just kind of like, I really was interested in the first game because I really like um, uh, freaking um, not Michael Madsen, Mads Michelson. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, I can't look at Norman Reedus all day long. Like, I can't do it. It's not worth it to me. Um, for me, well, you Ko- know, if it's, if it's games, the Sony formula, they're going to kill him off in the first two hours of the sequel. So, right. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, I'm, I'm not a big Kojima fanboy. Like he's done some good stuff, but like he, I don't know. It's, it's like his rock star mentality of, mm-hmm. of like himself, right? Kojima loves him some Kojima, which is totally fine. Just not my cup of tea. Did anybody notice how his shoes are too big? No, it wouldn't have bothered me, but they were bright green on the back. And so I was like, you can see that they're too big. Like you have plenty of money. Get the right size. I don't know. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have a problem with that, but yeah, it's like, damn it. You have Um, bad stuff. And so did your main character in your video game. (laughs) So, um, so going from, from that to something that made me sad, um, we got another trailer uh, from Rocksteady's Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Yeah. Um, and they had they did the Batman reveal, and the screen went dark, and it was Kevin Conroy saying, you know, I am the knight. I am Batman. And then it said, like, we'll miss you, Kevin. Like, that, that got me. I was like, oh, damn it. I was just getting over that. Yeah. Yeah, I got he, He's the Batman, you know? If if you haven't, you know what I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the thing in the chat, uh, uh, for you, Jamie, to watch. If you haven't seen it, because you'll you'll, you'll get the emotions. It. Um, yeah, the, I didn't see it, but I did see uh, X Man eighty seven post something about it. I think or Toy Attic twenty six. Mm-hmm. They they made a. They made an Instagram post about it. Definitely. Yeah. I just posted it in our, in our group chat so you can watch it when you get it. Cool. Um, Yeah. I remember we, it happened the one before, right before one of our podcasts, we found out about it. No, I I thought it was the day of, and then we did a thing on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it was like right around when we were doing a podcast episode. Okay. We got um, a release date for street fighter six, June, a second 2023 if uh dungeon master mike was here he w- he's our fighting game guy so he would be the person to ask on that one yeah um you still haven't hit the trailer that i saw which i'm kind of shocked on oh we're still getting there i still have more yeah i figured um, we've got uh, uh judas 
from Ghost Story Games, uh, led by former Bioshock uh, creator. Um, looked a little strange. Not really sure what to, what to do not, on that not one. Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, definitely not. Not that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got I was like oh, Bioshock, and then it pops up as curious, and I'm like, uh, Bioshock. <laughs> yeah definitely already had like the visual palette of bioshock in the first like 10 seconds of the trailer um mm-hmm. this one i think is awesome <clears throat> um dead cells is having a crossover with castlevania you know dead cells the castlevania like a game is now having a castlevania crossover called return to castlevania and i think that's amazing because <clears throat> again nice. it's like it's one of those 16-bit style platform action things that i love so um we got uh returnal and last of us are coming to pc because last of us is now going to be the next um skyrim or witcher 3 and they're just going to continuously reach it uh, release it on everything forever um uh hellboy we had a hellboy trailer that looks very cell shady very comic-y called Hellboy Web of Weird. Uh, did any of you guys see that one? I did. I missed that one. I'll have to watch that. I saw it. I had a hard time figuring out exactly what it was supposed to tell me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I mean, it. I like the, the, the art style really does it for me. I like that comic to life, like movement type stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I was excited to see that. Um, Another one that I saw that I liked, I loved the game uh, Celeste. I'm not sure if any of you guys played that, but it was Mm -hmm. another one of those platform jumpy arounds. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't played that one. Um, Well, the team behind that has a new game called Earthblade that is coming out in 2024. Um, And it feels, again, a lot like the, the same lines as celeste like especially the art style but i'm i'm in and uh captain platinum what was the one that you want to talk about the only one i saw was uh bayonetta origins i don't remember the full oh, name yeah yes yep that was that the only looks one little, <laughs> looks a little weird to me. me of like crystal <laughs> chronicles maybe like is that a fair, like, if I remember what I saw, I was like, yeah. well, that's totally yeah. Bayonetta. And then they're like, Bayonetta Origins, and then some long subtitle. So that right. was the, the only thing I saw. So, yeah. Which um, I was kind of shocked because three just came out. And then they're like, right, yeah, you're right. going to play this in like March, I think they said it'll be out. And I was like, <laughs> right. wow. Like, don't even give people time to play three and go right into Origins. <laughs> mm hmm. I thought of um, they did this. Uh, it's it's a similar gameplay style of uh, Blood Rain. I can't remember the name of it, but I thought of that and I was like, "Yes, Mitch <laughs> is kicking ass." <laughs> I thought you would like the part where she fed the monster thingy. Oh yeah, she's best friends. <laughs> I would also be best friends. Um. <clears throat> Okay, now we're going to jump into the categories and the winners and stuff like that. And I'm going to work my way up to Game of the Year uh, on the list that I found on IGN. And of course, Panda Pat, guess what the first one is? (laughs) Best Adaptation. Celebrating game-inspired projects across entertainment, including TV, movie, comic, and more. The winner was Arcane (laughs) League of Legends. Okay, 
So I, I'm always going to pick Sonic because, you know, I've got your back. Yeah. <laughs> the facts that I picked Arcane, don't get me wrong, I absolutely loved Arcane, but I started playing, playing League of Legends after watching Arcane thinking, I'm going to get more. No. Not even close. <laughs> the game has nothing to do with the show. The show, like, has storyline and stuff. Like, the game is fucking trash in comparison. I know that people really love it, and I could probably get into it, but the fact that I played it after watching the show and was expecting that kind of, like, gameplay. Like, the whole universe is not even the same. Like, they play, you play in this, like, green, like, foresty castle land. Nothing steampunk. <laughs> so like obviously sonic should have won but the fact that arcane won pisses me off because it's not an adaptation of the game you are using the same characters and names and that is it it is not an adaptation and that's so wrong (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm there with sonic as well but did they not even watch edge runners and how self reference referential it was oh yeah oh yeah like that was the cyberpunk universe and it just it's just weird that i mean i watched arcane it was okay but yeah really if if i were to pick something actually reference the material i probably would have picked edge runners yeah see and i again no surprise sonic was was my choice but the cuphead show was a fucking gem I lo- if you want to get the feel of what that game is, watch that show. It's an old style cartoon and it's amazing. And they're really short little episodes. And I, I don't know if you haven't watched it. I highly suggest that you watch it um, because again, it, it feels like the game. It looks like the game, like everything in it looks the same. Um, but uh, the next one was the most anticipated game. And the winner of that one was Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Mm. uh, up against Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, RE4, and Starfield, which I think Starfield might have won had we had anything telling us what the progression of Bethesda's Starfield actually is. Does anyone anyone think that uh, Nintendo's holding back Breath of, or also call it Breath of the Wild too, just to keep getting these awards of most anticipated? (laughs) They get it every five years in Metroid Metroid Prime Four. (laughs) Yep, those alternate. Yep, Um, I guarantee you, if they were like uh, um, Elder Scrolls, it would have won too, because we're like, cool. All we've seen is the title. I was um, I was looking for an Elder Scrolls Six the entire time. Right, right. That's what we want. But Bethesda's not going to give us what we want. They're going to give us Fallout seventy six. Um, uh, so what do you guys think? I think you know Legend of Zelda is is probably a solid one. Yeah, yeah probably got ninety percent of the vote. I'm sure I know so many people that are excited for that. Um, do you guys really care if I skip over the uh, esports team, esports game, esports event, esports coach, esports athlete, and content creator of the year? Well, they pretty much did too, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, all of them <laughs> played those Valorant. names I recognized. <laughs> yep. All of them played Valorant, except best esports event was League of Legends World Championship. Um, and I do not play Valorant. Uh, content creator of the year was Ludwig. Don't know him. Uh, all right. Best multiplayer game. Uh, the winner was Splatoon 3. Uh, we had Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. I was really surprised about that because I have heard nothing about Splatoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I get like, that. <laughs> have yeah, you guys heard, heard of anybody about... playing Splatoon? No. 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 I, do, I do think it's impressive that they were able to take it from both Overwatch and Call of Duty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's impressive. So good on you, Splatoon. And even things like Among Us and uh, what's the other one that people still play um, with the crowns? Um... Castle Crashers? No. Not that one. <laughs> I can't even think of the game because I've never played it, but I still see people playing it. Um, yeah, whatever. But those seem more... I don't hear anybody. I heard some people talk about Splatoon 2, but never 3. Mm-hmm. Right. And even I went into GameStop and they handed me like a bajillion Splatoon 3 stickers. because they're like, we can't get rid of these. They just threw them in my bag. I was like, That's no, funny. I don't want them either. They're like, we don't want them either. We still have boxes of this. You're taking them. Um, That's funny. So uh, best sim strategy game, uh, Mario Rabbid Spark of Hope is the winner. Um I've never played Dune Spice Wars. I am a huge fan of the Total War series, but I do not play Total War Warhammer 3, which is what was in this category. So, you know, uh, you know, it's got the, right. It's got, oh, that's it. It's got, yeah. uh, um, this one has the power of Nintendo behind it. So we knew what yeah. way that was going to go. Uh, okay. Next we had the, uh, best sports racing game. Um, and Gran Turismo 7 won, beating out NBA 2K23, FIFA 23, and F1 22, and Ollie Ollie World. Not um, a surprise. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just like, I'm surprised like Madden wasn't in there. You know what I mean? Like the best yeah. selling sports game. Yeah, I wonder if people are just sick of Madden after all these years, or I don't even know how much they're changing it now. So Madden Update Twenty Three. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think people are starting to change what they consider a sports game to be. Okay, um, just that makes sense because Ali Ali World was was nominated, right? Just through right. the fact that it was nominated, yeah. um, kind of shows shows a shift away from kind of the traditional basketball football kind of disappointed there are no hockey games in there but yeah um, we got we got soccer but, and basketball in there yep um next best family game kirby and the forgotten land was the winner um they did wow. have mario rabid spark of hope lego star wars skywalker saga a splatoon 3 and nintendo switch sports um i have a mild rant about skywalker saga that i was very upset about i um, I'm surprised that Kirby won because I don't because Star Wars. <laughs> no, because because I didn't play it multiplayer at all. So I I'm mm. just kind of like oh huh. Okay. Well, this is a, this is this is family game, so it's you know appropriate yeah. for a family to play or you know children. 
Yeah, I guess they're probably going more towards children, right? When you say family, right? That that's the way I understood it. But, yeah, because um, I didn't finish Kirby. I I got a decent ways through it. Some of those levels were stupid long, and I'm trying to find like the one hidden thing I can't find. <laughs> so, so Captain, wh- yes, why sir. did you not tell me that you cannot create custom Lego characters in the Skywalker Saga? You can. No. Yeah. Um. It is. Where is it? There is a room is you can unlocked? go into, and because there was a room. Okay, because I saw one that was a mod for PC, but everywhere that I looked said that you could not create. Um, I gotta remember where it's been so long. Okay. I mean, I well, logged a hundred hours in that game, but I didn't mod anybody. Find it and tell me because oh no no not not modif- not modify characters. Create your own character. Yeah, I thought you could. I thought there was a room you okay. go into, and it's well, got I the will... tubes in it. I will wait until you get back and you find it for me. Okay. So I can continue playing the game because my favorite thing to do is to make little Lego guys. Hands I, down. And it's the only I totally reason believe I bought there's the a game. spot. I totally okay. believe there's a spot to okay. modify okay. your guys. All right. I, I will believe you uh, while we move on to the best fighting game. If I'm uh, wrong, mul- I'm sorry. But. Ooh, ooh. Uh, multiverses won. Best fighting game, beating out Sifu, King of Fighters 15, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R, and DNF Duel. Um, yeah, Multiverses looked like a fun idea. Never played it, but, you know. I'm waiting for Street Fighter versus Tekken. Right. <laughs> um, next, Best RPG winner was Elden Ring, beating out uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, best action adventure game, God of War Ragnarok, beating Tunic, Stray, Horizon Forbidden West, and Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, and then, it's, it's funny, here we go. Best action game, Bayonetta 3. But don't worry, if you need more Bayonetta, wait six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Um, I can't uh, afford the other one! <laughs> Uh, the the next one was innovation in accessibility. God of War Ragnarok won that one as well. Uh, best VR game. Uh, I I am not a VR AR gamer, so Moss Book Two was the winner of that. Um, the only other one that I would maybe have heard of in that category was uh, Among Us VR. Um, here we go. Uh, best community support. Final Fantasy fourteen online. That was so weird to me because I was like, what? It like, says, I know it's still a very big community. I got on for a free login a week ago or so. Um, and like, there's still tons and tons of people, and I still had to wait in queue to get in. But I was like, huh. <laughs> I'm so, so still winning awards. <laughs> yeah. So it said uh, the, the little blurb on it is recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency and responsiveness and in, uh, inclusive of social media activity and game updates and patches. And it beat out destiny Two, apex legends, Fortnite, and no man's sky. Hey, uh, captain, remember when I made that joke uh, that the game that had been out two weeks is going to win best mobile game. Yep. Marvel Snap wins best mobile game. <laughs> Weird. I was That's like, crazy. It, it just barely out. How is it the best ever? I mean, okay, okay. Uh, 
but it's got that Marvel name on it. Uh, it beat out Apex Legends, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, and Tower of Fantasy. Uh, we got this next one for you, Panda Pat. Best debut indie game. The winner was Stray. Yay! <laughs> I really liked it when he, especially when he went up and talked on stage about it. It was like, oh! Mm -hmm. Yay! They put so and much it, work into that, and they deserved awards for it. Yeah, and, and they also won Best Indie Game. So Best Debut Indie Game and Best Indie Game. Even nice. though Cult of the Lamb is fantastic, um, Stray, Stray is better. Um, again, Best Ongoing Game, Final Fantasy XIV Online. Uh, nice. Games for Impact, uh, a thought-provoking game with pro-social meaning or message. As Dusk Falls. Never heard of it, but I will look into it now. Um, and then now to the eight minute speech. Best performance, Christopher Judge, God of War Ragnarok. Yay! With his like eight lines that he says over and over again. How many times do you think he grunted in the booth? And they're like, no, oh, no, no. Let's do it again. I wish and I was in that booth. Well, that's why he went on so long on his thank you speech, just because he needed to show people that he could say other words. Yeah, so right. he just read off the credits list in, in his thank yous. <laughs> took about as long as the credits took to roll. So right. good job. And I, I would feel bad because uh, I've met him in person. He is not a small man. Um, but, oh. you know, there's a guy there who's like, okay, we got to play the music to get christopher judge off the stage i beg bitch you play the music to get that man off the stage he can stay up there and talk as long as he wants i want him he is, to be the new host because <laughs> he is going to come and kick my ass if he doesn't <laughs> um, but uh some more ragnarok uh, best audio design um best score in music was uh bear mccreary the uh conductor the conductor not conductor um holy crap Composer. Composer. That's it. Yep. Composer of the last uh, God of War game, too. Gotta thank and those ethnic fiddles. Yes. Yes. It's great. Um, best art direction was Elden Ring. Um, beating out uh, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Scorn, and Stray. Best narrative, God of War Ragnarok, which not surprising. Um, best game direction was Elden Ring and game of the year was Elden Ring. I think it's funny that God of War took more awards, but Elden Ring took game of the year. Well, which game won last year? It takes two. Oh uh, yeah. It takes two. What a weird game to win. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't know. What do you guys, what do you guys think? Do you think they, they got it with, um, I don't know. I didn't play. Elden or... Ring. This is where dungeon master Mike would be great because he lives oh, yeah. in that game. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was, he was dying. The one game, the one podcast we were recording. He's like, I just <laughs> fell off a cliff. <laughs> well, oh yeah. When he was playing, <laughs> I think, I think the amount of hype that Elden Ring has been going through the entire years entire year especially with how souls like games have just boomed in popularity uh, i think it was really what game would be more 
popular versus which game is better technically put together. Because let's face right. it, any from software game is not technically well put together. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I, I think it's just purely popularity, and and I still have it sealed. I'm going to start playing that over Christmas break, but um, I think it's a good game from what I see. Um, I think it was kind of a toss up for me between Ragnarok and that, just because Ragnarok felt very much like 2018. Um, so I think Elden Ring was fresh enough and new enough where the popularity swung in its favor. And it, you know, it's funny. Um, I'm looking at the 2021, uh, game of the year nominees. And I'm like, I think almost every single game of the year nominee this year would beat them. So last year it was Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Psychonauts 2, Metroid Dread, Deathloop, and It Takes Two. Wow. I think, you know, you put Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Plague Tale, Stray, or Xenoblade over there, they have a very good chance to win that. It was a strong year. Mm-hmm. It seems like it goes like this. Like every few years, like we'll have a couple down years, and then there's just a year where just everything's a home run. Agreed. That's probably um, why Nintendo decided to push out Zelda to next year. They didn't want to go up against Elden Ring. They wanted another uh, most anticipated game. Right. Um, yeah, you guys have anything else? That was all I had for the episode. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, I was thinking about it. Is it Camino? Where you, I think there's an area where you can modify your characters. Or, because it made a lot of sense. It was kind of funny to me that it happened there. Okay. Check check Camino somewhere. I thought okay. there was a room okay. there where you could... You may not be able to fully customize, but I thought you could do something in there. Like, I had the two tubes where you could change characters. All right. All right. I'll look. I could be wrong. I, I'm just trying... I'm like, I swear I saw something in that. But then maybe I'm thinking of Harry Potter, because that's the other Lego game I played. <laughs> Can you give the characters beards? That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, all, only beards. <laughs> <laughs> we left um, out one trailer. Hades 2. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, my yes, God. Right. I forgot about that one. Hades I 2 forgot. looks like it took every great thing from the first game and brought it right I, over. I'm really excited for that. More. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm probably going to stay more enthralled because I'll be playing a female character and I just love that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, uh, guys, thanks for, uh, again, Verge, thank you for coming on and and being a guest. It was fun. We'll have you back uh, another time for sure. Yeah. but yeah, that's that's all I got. So guys, thanks thanks for listening and checking out our stuff. We'd love to hear your input on Game of the Year and see what you guys think. Um, yeah, just leave it in the comments and we'll discuss it next time. Um, hey, hey, Captain. Uh, Panda Pad already said it once on the podcast, but everybody uh, game harder. Bye, guys. Bye.